This is episode 242 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guest, Leah Mansfield. Plus, Mark Stockett from the Stock Market Returns. All of this and futures only on Bleak and Review. Welcome back to the Bleak and Review podcast, the show that occasionally takes a week off without explaining itself whatsoever. I'm your host, Kevin Anderson, and we're back, baby. And apologies, of course. For the lack of an episode last week, I'm sure you managed, yet I still feel the need to provide you with an explanation because I am nothing but a self-flagellating goon. Although it is one of those weeks where I was just like, no, no one would judge me uh, based on the shit I had to go through this week. (laughs) That uh, I was just not mentally there to book a podcast, let alone record one for upwards of an hour and change. Kind of started with uh, me realizing from talking to a few people in my my comedian friend circle out here in Los Angeles that somebody who's been harassing me for over two years now is continuing to do so. Uh, I blocked this person a year ago after um, they spent the better part of 2019 trying to make my life living hell after they fucked me while I was blackout drunk and newly single and very vulnerable. And, you know... Guilt tripped, gaslight, all that stuff, uh, trying to make me, I don't know, I guess the problem was that I didn't marry this person after I blackout fucked her once. Um, <laughs> they took that as to be very offensive, I guess. And, you know, I felt shitty about it. I don't like one night stands very much, but I usually am somewhat cognizant of my one night stands mentally. Was I assaulted? I don't know. A lot of people are telling me I was. I'm not trying to go there right now. But yeah, I found out that this person was uh, continuing to spread lies about me behind my back namely the lie being because you can't actually prove anything and this person has a track record of being absolutely bananas when it comes to lying about people or taking a nuclear option when they perceive a slight the lie that i was being accused of was lying about wearing a condom when we had sex which is a thing i've never done Worn a condom. <laughs> I ride out it all the time. Yeah, no, I've never ever once lied. That wouldn't even occur to me to be like, yeah, I have one on, and then to fuck without a condom. That's fucking psychotic. Uh, weird, a weird lie for sure, and a very difficult thing to prove. And the only thing that it could be used for is to try to damage my reputation in uh, in the worlds of the comedies. And um, so. I had been quiet about this for two years because I was just kind of quietly dealing with it and being frustrated. And I was like, oh, I blocked her. I figured that would be the end of it. No, no, it's still coming up apparently as of a few weeks ago. So I outed this person publicly and got a lot of support and got a lot of people coming forward with very similar stories, some much worse than mine, um, some not as severe, but also indicative of, of a pattern of behavior. So any small semblance of fear that I may have had of being quote-unquote canceled by a person who's literally just trying to hurt me. They are, Those have subsided, but yeah, that was a heavy week. Not only because it was frustrating and like a big personal thing I felt obligated to share with the world, but well, now here I am doing it on the podcast, so I guess it's not that bad. But like the, the heaviest part about it is, or a heavy part of it is when everybody reaches out to you to be like, hey, I saw your post. I just want to let you know that I'm here and I support you and that sucks and I'm sorry you're going through it, which is like nice. But when you get that message a hundred times a day, at a certain point, you just go like, do I just copy and paste the same response of like, wow, I really appreciate you reaching out to me? Like, because I do really appreciate all that. But 
I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like anybody when they go through some kind of tragedy and you, you share it with the world and then like good people want to let you know that they feel for you. But because we've become desensitized to contact and human interaction because of social media. And here we go. I'm, a, I'm three sips into a beer. And I'm about to talk about how social media is totally like frigging up the world, dude. Like, like, why are we all just like on our phones all the time? Like, I, I don't even like know how to talk to anyone unless I'm sending a text now. I'm not going to do that. But I do think, <laughs> I do think that uh, there is a certain amount of depersonalization that comes with dealing with trauma through the lens of a text exchange or a social media exchange where it's like, I know that you mean well, but also like the, I used to joke about this in my act. It's like, the, the, it's weird when you get a really heartfelt message like that. That's just riddled with typos. <laughs> like somebody is like really, really like trying to pour their heart and soul out to you and be like, like relate to you and try to tell you how they have your back. But it's like, Oh, you couldn't spell check this. I don't know. It just makes me think you kind of did this while like, while driving or like shitting or something and you weren't really your mind wasn't really in it <laughs> back when my dad died i remember that was one the the get the, the message of sorry to hear about your lose that was good <laughs> that was from the act old kb anderson classic so yeah that was frustrating and also a quick shout out to the few people that i mean they're not listening to this probably but i know there's a few people out there who perpetuated this lie from my uh stalker slash potential assaulter and spread it around to people trying to hurt my career without speaking to me first about it or trying to hear my side of things. Um, these are people that I would have considered friends up until very recently. And it's a damn shame to know that L.A. is full of snakes who are obsessed with clout and don't give a fuck about the ramifications of their actions. But then again, why am I surprised that that's the case? Uh, <laughs> I bet a lot more people that I know are like that, too. And I haven't found out yet. So yeah, that's been my week. Um, that's why I didn't have an episode last week. Just, again, didn't feel like I had a lot of uh, mental energy to deal with such things. And also just, you know, the lack of sleep because I've been staying up every single night, night after night, just being tormented by the fact that there's four more Avatar movies coming out over the next decade. I've I've heard about this before and it, it kind of... I always thought it was like a bit for a while. And then I heard like, no, Avatar 2 is actually being made by James Cameron. Like it's in production. And I'm like, oh, that's okay. But like to, to realize that like, does anybody give a shit? Does anybody care at all that these movies are coming out? And I know this is a harsh transition for me talking about Assault to uh, <laughs> doing Kevy's fucking movie corner. But I think it's fascinating that what the first Avatar came out in 2009 it was like the most high budget thing ever, right? And it made a bunch of money apparently. Uh, probably because it was like, wasn't that like one of the first big IMAX experiences uh, once IMAX came back in a big way? Don't quote me on that. I could be totally wrong. But it's been 11 years now, right? Uh, 12 years. And the next one's coming out next year. So 13 years after Avatar, we're like, finally, the movie everybody is fucking waiting for. Avatar 2 and just because we we already know that everyone loves it so much, they're going to want three more. We're doing three more after that. I think the last one is scheduled to come out in 2028. Like, you know, it's, that's horrific. I'm going to be 38 when that movie comes out. That is unseemly. <laughs> I was 19 when the first one came out. That's crazy. Just like lying awake at night, just being like, this can't. This can't be it, – it just goes to show you how – and this isn't – you know, this is a big broad generalization obviously. But p 
people with money really don't know what anyone's best interests are, like the public, what the public wants, whether it's politics or <laughs> big budget movie makers or studio executives who greenlight these things. They just they just don't get it. And I guess like, yeah, I guess the first one made some money, right? But like, does anybody remember Avatar fondly? All I remember about it is like there's something called unobtainium because that was the stupidest piece of writing that has ever happened on film. The all I remember is unobtainium. There's some blue guys that are tall and you can like control them because they're avatars, right? And that's what avatar means is like a thing that's like presenting as you, whether in an online space or in the real world. And there's like uh, I don't know, big big Pocahontas metaphor, like ah, oh, the Native Americans versus uh, American genocide. Certainly a new metaphor hasn't been touched by a lot of things. How are they are they just gonna keep making it that? Like five movies of this shit. This is not going to be the epic saga that James Cameron thinks it's going to be. It's probably gonna get it's probably gonna be really bad. But you know what? I will stand corrected if it comes out and it blows me away. I will I will go on record on the podcast if I'm still doing it. Um and I will I will publicly decry my own self for doubting the magic of avatar the series so that's been my week <laughs> coming up on this episode this is gonna be a fun one you're excited you're excited i already can tell i can tell about you that you're excited uh this is gonna be a fun one we got returning friend of the show leah mansfield very funny comedian just got to hang out with her at my first uh foyer back into seeing live stand-up happen the night before this was recorded we have a good time and then uh, a little bit later in the episode mark stockett from the stock market returns and he has some tips for the folks out there who are trying to make a living gambling in a societally acceptable way so that's what's going on on bleak and review this is a fun episode. Enjoy. After this short break, we will be back with more show featuring Leah Mansfield and enjoy it. Do I need to? No, you stay. You're about to. I'm about to address you publicly. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hold on. He's about to address me. Publicly. I'm about to address you. I'm about to, I'm about to uh, drag you publicly. Okay, <laughs> I'm about to out you. Speaking of outing things, I am out. Hey, I talked a lot about that in the intro, actually. So that works out great because I talked about how I outed my assaulter. But this is Bleak and Review, and we're not talking about that. I remain Kevin Anderson. And joining me here today as my guest of honor, uh, returning to the show after a bit of an absence. It's been a, a, maybe a year or two, probably three. I don't even know what time is anymore. Uh, but please welcome the very funny Leah Mansfield. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. How are you doing, Here Leah? I am in my, in my garage basement. Um, yeah, you got to have I'll give you it. a little peek. I'll give you a little peek. Ooh, uh, I see a, a Hal Sparks. Oh, yeah, that's a Hal Sparks poster I opened for him once. That, though, <laughs> more importantly, that is a lettuce farm I started for my girlfriend. A lettuce farm? Yeah. Wait, um, I guess I don't know how lettuce... I guess I don't know how lettuce is grown because what I imagine is that you need fields. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so it's not working out. <laughs> the cool thing about lettuce, it's pretty easy to grow hydroponically because 
lettuce is a very satisfying thing to grow if you're a beginning gardener because sure. it's a very high germination rate and you get it's very fast so like you can have a full crop in less than two months oh wow and it works well with hydroponics like all you need are you know the little vitamins and stuff in there and then uh you know you just come down to the basement collect your your salad <laughs> they're gonna, gonna say salary no there's well, nothing did, involved like that did you get it was this a pandemic start though the 100%. uh i did everything you did during the pandemic i made bread you made sourdough and then i made sourdough bread i made both kinds oh um, shit i practiced duolingo um yeah i started a uh a pandemic lettuce garden uh i also started an herb garden so that i could make my own tea at home Ooh, because if society collapses you want to have your earl gray well i can't i don't actually know what's an earl gray because i'm me neither i don't either. yeah i know who's that english right i know now? that there's tea and there's coffee those are the two yeah <laughs> i know yeah. is coffee a type of tea I, I don't even know there's people who drink tea there's like caffeinated tea and not caffeinated tea and people just drink that <laughs> what what is the point at that like it's just like i just want something that's just kind of like burnt water but no caffeine yeah i know right like oh i'd really love to drink near beer if I just <laughs> beer that didn't have any alcohol just a smidge maybe like a you know 0.01 percent alcohol that would be amazing yeah like well, like give me like a th- give me like a thimble full of a bud light <laughs> yeah i mean i just I just would like the taste of beer, but without any of those terrible side effects where you get happy. Right. Yeah, that always blows my mind because uh, I'm, a, as you saw last night, uh, I, I like to drink, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I, I understand that like alcoholism is a thing that I probably have, but I also like, <laughs> I feel like I don't, I wouldn't miss the taste of beer. I guess it's kind of like the vaping thing versus cigarettes though it's just like the the ritual of like tasting because it's not like the p- taste of beer is good but like it, if you're trying to not be um, drunk but you like tasting non-alcoholic beer still scratches an itch maybe I, w- I wouldn't say the taste of beer is good the taste of beer is comforting yeah that's you know true. what i mean yeah like i know what it tastes like i know what kinds i like i know exactly like pretty much how fast i'm gonna get drunk right so, you know what I mean? Like, and I maybe you could, or I can just rip, rip it out. You know. And maybe you could, uh, at a certain point, if you're a recovering person, you could trick your brain, uh, uh, placebo effect style, into thinking you're drunk, just because you're like, well, this is my seventh of these that tastes like this. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I guess that's where you get the near beer thing. Imagine you're just drinking near beer and you just turn into a total asshole. <laughs> that's really what you want to be as an asshole. That's what you want to be. <laughs> I still want to be the person I am when I'm drunk, but I can't. Get drunk so i, I can't do... get drunk because it's too much property damage but right. i will just be a dick <laughs> do they do like i'm wondering now my brain is going in all kinds of places i'm wondering and we'll get to my pre-planned question in just a moment but uh i'm wondering if there's oh yeah we we, we thought of this upwards of 15 minutes before we started recording <laughs> wow yeah uh but do they do like non-alcoholic like whiskey and stuff for people that like really like the oh, taste of whiskey? That. It's not even, I don't even think that's possible. I don't think it's possible. Like, no. why would you torture yourself? Like imagine doing a shot of Southern comfort and then nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking waste of everything. I mean, it sounds like pilot season to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that is, that's exactly what I thought too, though. Immediately when that thought entered my brain, I was like, oh, that would just be self-flagellation at that point. Like it would just be like, oh, this tastes like vodka, but I'm not even vodka drunk. I'm just on fire and uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, well, the cool thing now is vodka can be used for other things. Like, um, uh, did you know that in pie making, when you're making the crust, I swear to God, you're making the crust of a pie vodka because of the way alcohol works it breaks all the gluten bonds from forming to keep the crust light and crispy and because vodka is tasteless it's like the the best alcohol to use oh your dough mix because it stops the process of gluten forming which is what makes bread so delicious and pie so terrible that is wild first of all for what for two reasons one is when you said did you know the last thing i thought you were gonna bring up was pies (laughs) and and also i'm excited to see that so you're making your lettuce you're making vodka pies like you had a busy quarantine (laughs) i did i did not you know what i'll be honest my girlfriend and i had a really great time um yeah you were telling me that last night taboo to say like oh yeah but that went pretty well for me uh (laughs) i actually just saw i just saw uh uh, somebody on a facebook post uh uh, genevieve rice i believe her name is uh posted uh if you use the pandemic to better yourself like fuck you like why would you (laughs) like why would you tell me that i don't want to hear about it but uh you can't you can't talk about you're like oh god my girlfriend i got really close uh, we discovered that we just enjoy being around each other. Uh, we watched 17 seasons of Top Chef. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know there were that many. <laughs> yeah. That's um, wild. Well, that kind of goes to one of, I mean, one of my uh, pre-planned questions. Cause I mean, obviously you did the gluten, the, you did the bread, you did the, the lettuce, the bread, you did the pie. The like, was it for you? Was it like a uh, society might be ending? I should learn these skills or was it just like, oh, I should get a hobby or something. <laughs> Um, no, a bit of both, I, maybe. <laughs> I think it was that I am a, a very curious person. I ask a lot of questions and I just want to know how everything works all the time. And I'm very annoying if you hate that. Right. Uh, so if you're not one of those people, you're just like, I don't know. Just stop asking. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but so during the pandemic, it was like every time there was a new craze, I would be like, all right, let me investigate because there's nothing else to do. And we were very lucky. Um, I'm Native American. My tribe gave us uh aid oh nice time. yeah it was really good um also my girlfriend is um what timing she used to work for fox and then um got the disney severance i know that kid october <laughs> she yeah she got in october of 2019 so by march of 2020 she's like she had planned to just travel she just traveled for six months did all this fun stuff and then she was like, well, I'll look for a job in March of 2020. And then I can double dip for six months, whatever. Specifically <laughs> March 13th. That's when I'm going to start <laughs> or whatever the date was. Like, that's when I'm going to go and get out there. <laughs> <laughs> As it got closer, she was just like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. But at least we had a Disney severance. Sure. And I also had still had my stuff. And so it was just more like I got really into gardening. My garden's amazing. I got, you know, made my own bread. I learned whatever the fad was at the time. I did that. Yeah. Whatever was going down on Instagram, whatever white women on Instagram were doing. If you look at my Instagram for the past year and a half, it's very sparse. (laughs) I only posted if like, oh, we went for a walk, social distance, flowers and dogs. 
<laughs> the truth was, I was doing a bunch of shit down here, and I just was like, I can't tell anybody because I'm having so much fun. I feel like I feel like that's also though like a thing of like I saw people either really get detached from social media during the pandemic or really get invested in it and like yes. post a lot. And I think I did both. Like I started off being like, I'm gonna use this time to build my brand and be hella productive and do two episodes a week and like all this shit. Like I was like, and that's when I thought that, that it was gonna be over in like three months. So I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a great yeah. break. By, by fall, I mean, I was a nightmare. Like I had absolutely regressed to college <laughs> energy because of all my neighbors and like just drinking, taking acid all the time, like losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, dude. So it is It is wild to see how people, because like you were already living with your girlfriend at the time. So it was, it was good, like in the sense that like, obviously your relationship was strong enough to uh, withstand the tide as it were. Uh, but yeah, I, it's- an entire pandemic. It was amazing. It's pretty and, much like, I mean, like, fuck, why uh, even get married at this point? Hey, Obviously, hey. you're not going anywhere. Oh, is there dog activity? <laughs> yes. Hey, stop growling in Oz. A willow? No. And of course, this is our favorite segment on Bleak and Review, Leah's Dog Punishment Corner, where <laughs> she, she leaves. Okay. I got this old guy. He's almost 15. His hips don't work. He's not even supposed to be down here, which means I did not shut the door upstairs. Thank God my girlfriend doesn't listen to me. Um, he's down here now and willow has been biting his face the whole way down because she's a bitch Um, uh, she's biting the old boy's face yes oh that's messed up he's just a sweet old man i i think evan you've met oz right have you met oh canon the canon of the podcast who are you talking about right now certainly not la comedian evan kessler whose mic is muted no 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 okay okay (laughs) Here's here, now Patreon has met Oz. Hello, Oz. Oh, that is a good oh, puppy. Oh, 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 Beanie, don't, don't fall. <laughs> okay, there she is. Oh, uh, hey, baby. Look, see how cute she is? She's very this, cute. This is how she gets away with being a, just a complete bitch all the time. <laughs> Sounds like my ex-wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't have one, but if I did, I bet she'd be like that dog. Yeah. <laughs> So, of course, patreon.com slash review. $5 a month gets you access to upwards of 10 seconds of dog footage. Come on, come on down. It's cute. Just mute. Just mute her. But uh, going back to, obviously, we're talking pandemic shit. I mean, that's all. It's it's funny because, like, last night we were at a show together. You were, you were on the uh, comedy show. I was just there drinking and watching comedy. Uh, okay. Our friend Thomas Young, friend of the show, uh, was putting together. And it was one of the first times I had seen a lot of my comedy friends in the world. And I realized that it's pretty hard to talk about anything other than the last year <laughs> and change. Like, what else is there? And, like, it comes up in everyone's act, obviously. But I also feel like, of course it did because what the fuck else like could you talk about like hey you notice how traffic wasn't bad for some reason for a year like there's nothing <laughs> else to talk about but i am curious um would you say that uh I mean, we talked about some of your hobbies and stuff would you say that you had what was your biggest vice of the pandemic that like whether there's a guilty pleasure or a substance or something did you have like a vice that you're like oh i really am using this as a coping mechanism <laughs> oh um my girlfriend and I drank every day. Yes. All day. Like yes. Starting, well, we would be like watching. We're like, all right, it's noon. 
Let's go. That was your, that was your, it's, uh, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. It was sort of like, if it wasn't noon, we just went back to sleep so that we could wake up and feel okay about drinking. Um, if it wasn't noon, we went back. So you woke up specifically at noon so you could drink as soon as you were awake? Well, we had to wake up early to let the dogs out and feed them. Right, then right. It, right back to bed. Yeah. And you can't I, drink, you can't drink right then. <laughs> you, I mean. I guess you could. You can. <laughs> I know. Of course I didn't but, right. uh, <laughs> not every day it depends on how like hung over you were from the day before do you just develop a routine where you get to drink you start drinking midday and then by <laughs> by, by dinner time you're ready to just pass out and go to sleep so right. your body has so much recovery time um that that's smart actually you working yeah when you're not working and shit and then we just oh man we went through different phases uh I went through a seltzer phase. Oh yeah, hard seltzer. Oh, hard seltzer. I had a white, I had a white claw phase for sure. Definitely had a white claw. I was whatever the Kirkland version of white claw is. That was the phase. (laughs) So you got like a hundred and twenty pack of it. (laughs) Oh yeah, we we still have some left over somewhere. Uh, And then oh, we had a port phase. Ooh, port. um, Do you think that? Do you think that the seltzer boom happened because? everybody in America was drinking all the time and it seemed like the perfect time to market a less carb heavy uh, or calorie heavy way to get plastered all day. There's a few businesses that had unexpected upside side effects. Right. And one of them was hard seltzer. It was, it was the time. (laughs) Shut up. It was hard seltzer's time to shine. And it, was, it they were in the sweet in. spot. They were in the sweet spot for it. There couldn't have been a better time for hard seltzer to just be like, hey, do you not have anything to do? And it's hot. Hard seltzer. That would be what a tagline that would have been. Hey, <laughs> hey, Margaritaville's still closed. <laughs> hard seltzer. You, your neighbors still hate you. White claw. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like uh, I feel like I'd seen White Claws around a little bit, but I wasn't even fully aware of what they were. Like I remember this bar I used to go to before the pandemic, the Empire uh, Tavern uh, over there in Burbank. They had them on the menu, and people would like make jokes about it at the open mic and stuff. But like I never knew what it was, and now I feel like every company has a hard seltzer, like Bud Light seltzers, Michelob seltzers, Coors probably has one. Like it's crazy. It's it's, it's a craze. Yeah. I don't know if yeah, it's sustainable. And- I don't, because here's the thing, I burned out on it and I feel like the digestive side effects are even worse than beer over the long term. Oh yeah. I would get way worse headaches too with it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like, um, in the going forward for me personally, it's more like a family reunion drink. You know what I mean? For like. White claw, sure. Yeah, like if you just had, if you just went on a hike and you want to hydrate, kind of instead of just yeah. like slam a beer. I'm gonna hydrate with my cousins. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> <White claw. laughs> I do. I do like though. I think that you're actually onto something with that. Starting early with your drinking, because I at the time prided myself to my therapist specifically of like, well, yeah, I drink every day, but I wait till six p.m. to start drinking. 
And it's like, that was like my way of keeping like a, a semblance. Like normally I would, this is when I'd be getting home from work and I would have a beer. Yeah. So I'm not going to like, even though I'm doing nothing all day, I'll wait till six to start drinking. Maybe I'm smoking weed all day during before that. But like, and then I realized that the amount of, oh no, oh, my ride's here. That's my girlfriend. I just declined her. Ooh. So not only not only did you let the dogs run amok while she was gone, but you also hung up on her for a podcast. That is a solid <laughs> relationship. Hang on, I'm texting her right now. Hang on. Oh, go for it. Go I'll for it. Hang on. I'll, hang on. I'll, I'll potentially edit this out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, okay. I'm on a I'm on a Zoom podcast, honey. You know. Come on, I'm out here making content. Yeah, I'm getting <laughs> uh, comedy chops back. <laughs> yes. But I, I, I realized now that the waiting till six to start drinking, I was up to like two or three drinking. Yeah, yeah, and man. so my but whole next day was yeah. shot. It's, it's crazy. But yeah, no, I really love day drinking, especially in the spring and fall when there's a lot of flowers. Oh, sure. And yeah, I mean, if you're going to sit outside with the flowers, why not be drunk? Um, <laughs> flowers ain't shit when I'm sober, but I get a little. <laughs> yeah, I, they're okay when I'm sober. When I'm drunk, it's like fucking beautiful. Nature is fucking <laughs> epic, dude. Hell dude, yeah. <laughs> this whole thing came from one seed. That's amazing. Like it's all this just took all the dirt and all the sun and the water just made like this big thing, but it started as one thing. <laughs> yeah, me on acid is like. Man, it must be way more simple to be a plant. Like, I have all these things I got to worry about. I have to do a podcast. I got to look for work. I have to do... If I was a flower, dude, I'd just, like, grow and just, like, be in the sun. That's what I should do. Also, Grateful Dead. I don't know. Yeah, I, know. I once got real nervous. Uh, my dad was saying I got real nervous and because I was, like, cutting back all these plants. And I was like, plants don't feel it do they <laughs> if plants could scream the leah mansfield my dad story. is like listen they don't have a central nervous system it's fine oh thank god never been so happy something didn't have a central nervous system <laughs> <laughs> and like that would stop us from just fucking mass destro destroying rainforest anyway it's like if trees could scream it's just like, yeah, no. it's oh, like oh cool this gives me a big a bigger erection to cut down noise <laughs> For some people, yeah, dude, there, dude, if trees screamed, there'd be some people who are like really into it. <laughs> and everybody else would be like, dude, don't do it. Nobody likes that. And then there's a couple guys from your high school class who are like, Pretty good. It's like, look, I don't want to kink shame. Your impulses are your impulses, but don't do it to real trees. Don't take that out into the world. Just find a fucking deviant art page with the tree porn that you need, or somebody yeah. 3D animated a tree like with tits getting cut reality. down. You know, like they have buck hunter. Maybe they have like tree hunter. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm so glad you brought up buck hunter, and I have no idea why. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like. I, I feel like Buck Hunter to me is absolutely, when I see that in a bar, I know I'm like, I've gone too deep into the valley. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, dude, I always I, feel there's like a popcorn machine there. There's like, that's a bar. That's a specific bar. Anytime you see Buck Hunter and a popcorn machine, close your eyes. You're in Fort Collins, Colorado. <laughs> Or Petey's place in Tarzana, yeah. which I've called the Fort Collins, Colorado of the West. 
<laughs> Dude, I lived in Fort Collins for four years. And after a while, you're just like, fine, I will play Buck Hunter. <laughs> I'll play. I'll, I, this, these gu- this gun apparatus is greasy. It has not been washed in a long time. The paint is going away. I don't want, I don't like, there's peanut shells. <laughs> Who, remember video game? Like, okay, like button match. Do you guys know button match? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love uh, button match. I love, I love barcades. Uh, that was, that's yeah. like my favorite way to drink is when there's, when there's the X-Men game also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also I will not go now without like a bunch of like nappies to clean oh. every, like think how disgusting all the guns are at a video arcade. You know what I mean? Just like, It's oh. filthy because everyone's drunk. First of all, especially at these barcades, like, cause everyone's drunk. Oh. Barcade. nobody's nobody's like people are pissing without washing their hands and stuff like which like isn't the grossest thing in theory but you think about just everybody who's drunk is doing that then you just go well it's just the whole bathroom the bathroom is now on the joystick <laughs> like, is what it is. right right and it, men's bath. i hate to say it but like you guys are a little bit worse and- I feel, oh we're we're disgusting it's especially at like a barcade uh uh where like people are like trying to relive, cling to their youths, you know, on their like 31st birthdays or whatever. And they're just like shit faced at a barcade. Oh yeah. It's, it's yeah. awful. And I yeah. feel like, I feel like, cause like, that's something that speaking of my 31st birthday, like that's coming up. And I was thinking like a barcade oh, yeah. would be a fun way to reintegrate into society. Like with like invite everybody out to a yeah. barcade. But I'm wondering if I'm even going to be able to enjoy it because my COVID brain is still going to be going on of like, this oh, has to be a cesspool. If it's even open at all, it's got to be the worst. You, well, you should make, you should like have little gift bags and yes. just little wipes for everybody. Like, welcome to Kevin's birthday. And I just give everybody a little spray, disinfectant spray. Like wipes, uh, yeah, little little spray, little wipes, and, like and one then a, drop a Buck Hunter acid. t-shirt. <laughs> yes, Buck Hunter t-shirt, one drop of acid. Yes. And we have, uh, they, they all play video games, but but safely. You know? Yeah, I would I wonder because uh, we're about to here in LA, we're about to like in like a couple weeks, right? It's about to be fully open, and like masks aren't going to be a thing anymore. I'm gonna have I feel like I'm gonna have a lot of trauma like that I'm gonna have to process during that time of just being like, oh, is it okay? That guy just coughed. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't think I'm gonna be out of it for like a while. I don't. Do you feel that way at all? Um, I. <laughs> You know, it's weird. I am getting tired of wearing a mask. I still do it. It's like the right thing to do. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to, I wish I could trust that everybody was responsible. Exactly. That's the problem. I mean, it's like, I know I'm vaccinated. I can't trust everybody. Um, right. I know I'm vaccinated. I know that I wash my hands for 20 seconds because my watch times me now. Nice. Uh, yeah, dude, that's the best part. That's probably my most used feature on Apple Watch is it detects, let's see if we can do it. It'll detect- oh, and it literally just, it, it feels the the vibrations like Marky Mark yeah. and the Fucky Bunch. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. It. Yeah, it'll detect you like pretending to wash your hands. Oh, it's not doing it now. It, well, uh, they know because they could feel the water, uh, the residual. Yeah, I don't know how they know, but they know and they time you and it's like, you know, if I just get better at washing my hands, then great. I think that's a good thing. I feel like the people who are resistant to positive educated change. Right. I'm like super concerned. Like, you're not going to have kids, are you? Right. <laughs> like the other day i'm at the liquor store of their lifetime yeah like i was at the liquor store the other day uh, you know with my mask on even though i'm vaccinated just because like it's easier to exist like that and then there's just some guy who's like tweaking on something and he's just kind of 
shuffling back and forth, like right behind me in line at the store. And then the guy's like, Hey, where's your mask? And he goes, Oh man, it ripped. It ripped. Like, I don't know. I just can't, I couldn't get another one. Like it ripped, like just like kind of moving back and forth like this, like that's the weirdest fucking guy. And I was just like, this guy probably has like three children <laughs> with different, with different people. Like it's. Uh, it's oh yeah. 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 <laughs> No, for sure. Especially and they're all asking him for child support and he just keeps moving. <laughs> this ripped when I was ducking out of my baby mama's place through the window to avoid pain. <laughs> I can't wear my mask anymore because I don't pay for my child support. <laughs> You'd think that'd be a reason to wear the mask. It, to blend like, in. Right. Well, nobody's can catch you. You it's like getting I mean? your. It's like having a. If you have a faulty headlight, like you know, and you're driving drunk, like what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I know. If you're gonna drive drunk, like first of all, congrats. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> first of all, hats off to you. You're living your best life. <laughs> yeah, you can wait. Give me, give me one second. Oh yeah, I mean we're about to go to break anyway. But if you have to go oh, ten. <laughs> No, this is great. They're getting, they're getting a, oh, you're getting a drink. Okay, perfect. That's well, on that note, that on that note of panic okay. on Leah's end, uh, we are going to go to a quick break, but Leah, I hope you can stick around because we have another guest yeah. coming up. Uh, totally, totally. I, um, you know, I have a, have a, have a lady sized bladder, so I'm going to take care of that. But. Hell yeah. Well, uh, I'm also going to, uh, I also have, I have a lady's bladder, not my own. I just have one, you know, medical purposes. It's, in, sure. the, in the pantry we'll cut that but anyway uh <laughs> uh we have uh a returning guest to the show coming up here after the break uh from the world of the stock market it's mark stockett i'm very excited to see because i mean you know amc stock is doing stuff people are still talking about crypto it's on the minds of the people and i really am very excited to get into it <laughs> and you seem just as thrilled as i am so we're gonna go to yeah <laughs> We're going to go to a quick break. We'll be back with more Bleak Interview with more Leah Mansfield and Mark Stockett from the Stock Market after this. We'll talk about it later. I, I'm curious because very funny memes, though. I will give you that. Love yeah. memes. I love them. We love memes here on Bleak Interview. That's probably where I'm going to actually come into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, of course, remain Kevin Anderson. Joining me here with a Sapporo in a can, which I don't often see. Usually the Sapporo's in a bottle. That's exciting. Look at that sponsor. Uh, Leah Mansfield is still here, of course. I am, yes. Thank you. Yeah. And joining us in the uh, the hot seat for this round, of course, returning friend of the show, stock market expert, certainly. Mark Stockett is here. Hello, Mark. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure as always. Um, I don't know if you've met Leah before. I don't know if you've worked before. This is Leah. Howdy. Very. That's how we say things in New York. We say howdy. <laughs> okay, yeah. I like you were like, I think I was from New York immediately going into howdy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes people expect things from New York. People, people expect me to say like, you know, what are you doing? You know, like, wait, I'm walking what's here. What's going on here? You know, I am but I, sometimes my mother's my mother's cacio e pepe, those kinds. Yeah, of things. yeah, yeah. Sometimes I just say howdy, just you know. Yeah, keep it, keep them on their toes. I appreciate keep people that. on their toes. Uh, now, Mark, obviously, um, the stock market—that's your deal. 
That's my deal. I'm Mark Stocker from the stock market. And, and it's, it's, it's still like, I thought it was just a pandemic thing. You know, I thought people were just investing because they were bored, but it's like, it's still happening. It's still uh, on the, the tip of the cultural tongue as it were. Listen, Kevin Anderson. Oh, thank you for using my full name. The stock market, <laughs> the stock market is still happening. The pandemic is still happening. Don't fool yourself. You know, mm. don't say, don't start doing the touchdown dances. Don't start doing the icky shuffle. That's a Cincinnati thing. But <laughs> So you're out of Cincinnati. You know, I've been places. I'm traveled. I'm cultured. I'm I've been traveled. To been to Cincinnati. <laughs> and how'd you like? I hear they. I hear they put. Um, I hear they put spaghetti in their chili over there. I was the most interesting person in Cincinnati. Crazy town for chili, man. It's a crazy you, town for chili. You go to Cincinnati, you're going to be the most interesting person in Cincinnati. You will. That's that's. Leah, you can confirm. I can, yeah. <laughs> that's you know, you go. That's you go there to be the king and queen of Cincinnati. You know, you go there, they're automatically like, "Who's this person?" We don't got nothing going on, you know. Like with their shiny shoes and your belt buckle. Yeah, I and get your, it. And your big time personality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cincinnati, I feel like, is a city that's been reopened for a while, though. Yeah. <laughs> right? Here's the thing about Cincinnati: most Americans don't realize Cincinnati is touching. Kentucky. Ooh, that's right. That's yep. true. Very close. Yep. Could be the king of Kentucky too. Yeah. You the king. So you like to travel to be the king of places. I like to, you know, I throw my stock market money around, you know? I make the big I make the big bucks. I I get a little flashy. <laughs> you go you go to Cincinnati, Kentucky. I go, I can live like a king here and they treat me like a king and I'm the smartest, most interesting person here in <laughs> Kentucky, Cincinnati. Do you go to you these know? places to hold seminars on what to do with stocks? No, no, no. I was not uh, prior to the pandemic as we do a double P. Uh, <laughs> I was I was not necessarily, you know, we, we, we established this before. I only been in the stock market for like the pandemic, you know? Right, you're I, you're a new Jack. That's when I became an expert, you know. Right, Janu January twenty fifth or something. You went from absolutely no knowledge of stocks to being an expert. Yeah, uh, buy within... sell. You know, January twenty fifth, buy sell. Buy everything. sell. But before that, I go places like Cincinnati and Kentucky. <laughs> uh, nice. I I had another. Uh, you had a whole different life. I had a whole different life. I was side pocket, mock stock it. Side pocket, but so you were you were a pool shark. I was a pool shark. <laughs> that translates well into the stock market, I think. I think you were really just getting your your footing. Yeah. <laughs> Although you know, so that's a bit of a fib on my part to say I would go to these cities and spend my stock market money. I would go to these cities and I hustle that people these people out of their money in in bars and and other sorts of establishments. But isn't that house. I mean, isn't that isn't that thematically very similar to what you do now? Look, I you're hustling. You know, I, I make a call. Yeah, I make a call. I say, you know, eight ball, eight ball, eight ball, AMC stock. Eight ball AMC yeah. stock. Yeah, AMC going up. Which is that's that's the big news right now on the day that we're recording this or the week that we're recording this is that AMC is doing something. Well, <laughs> really yeah, yesterday it was a, a couple of couple of days in a row. It was uh, you know flying up the charts. You know, it was flying up the charts. You know, I was like. You know, it was going up. I'm just like coming AMC out of my dick. And then, oh my God. And then today it's it's losing money and I'm like bleeding out my ass of this AMC, you know? Oh, ain't that just the way though? It's, it's just the way. But, uh, you know, you got to diversify. You can't just be like, oh, I'm fully, 
fully riding AMC, you know? Leah, how do you you feel about this analogy for the AMC stock? Very disgusting and kind of hard to picture, to be honest. I've never seen either of those things. So, you know, it's sort of a vague cartoony thing. uh, Certainly you've seen seen blood coming out of an asshole. Not recently. <laughs> Not recently. But I mean, it's like, you know. I do a lot of reading. You know, <laughs> realistically, AMC, what's it going to do? You know, it's this company that makes Arctic motor cars. So you're like, oh. So you're like, you're like, oh, how, what's the demand? Oh no. You know? I think I see the problem here. I think that you've conflated two AMC companies together. Uh, we were, I was thinking of the motion picture house. Well, business. yeah, no, I, I, I I You're over here put money into some... AMC. I know I put money into AMC. I didn't, you know. Did I you use one of your uh, motor cars? Did you use one of your patented Mark Stockett uh, tips, uh, tricks to to put that money in? Did you kind of just come across it after doing something goofy? Yeah, it was like these are good letters. <laughs> it's got a. It's got a. I'm you know. You, you ever just you close your eyes and you go to the keyboard and you go one two three. Oh <laughs> sure. Did you put money into AMC, uh, the, the vehicle, the vehicle company? Uh, a different vehicle company. Well, I thought it was oh. a vehicle company. Have, That's you when seen, I bought the... have you ever seen an, an, uh, an American, an Eagle, an AMC Eagle car? I've seen a Pacer. Oh, Pacer. You got to look up the Eagle. It's, it's it, terrible. Is this a reliable American automobile? Listen, man, uh, I got some <laughs> personal stories with the Eagle, but first of it's, all, well, I'm thinking about investing in it. So I want to know it's got American the in the title. Is. It's got American in the title and everybody knows America's on the up and up. You know, yeah, America's yeah. only doing good things. How's America's so, stock doing, by the way? It's, uh, you I feel know, like it's probably pretty America's low. Stock. You know, they say buy all American. Right, so I buy can American, I, you know. I buy I American. Share, can I share? Please. Can I, can I share what AMC Eagle came to my mind? Yes. Also, let me preface this with uh, my grandfather owned this. And when he got tired of it, he gave it to my mom. My mom made me drive it in high school to go buy her cigarettes. <laughs> so the, already a, a staunch legacy. You you yeah. heard of cigarette boats. This is a cigarette car. <laughs> oh, host disabled participant screen sharing. Happy. <laughs> That's me. Oh, I didn't have that specifically. Uh, All right, uh, disabled, here's what I want but... you to Google, though. I want you to Google AMC Eagle and then share your screen. Okay, <laughs> well, I will do that. Let me get my uh, my. Uh, I want to see. I want you to see what you're investing in. I just America, want you to AMC I'm not sharing Eagle. my screen. There's too much porn on there. <laughs> oh, this is a pile of shit. Hold on, let me get this. Up I here. have to drive one of those. Uh, in high school to pick up my mother's cigarettes. Please share your screen. I'm trying right now. Hold on one second. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, is a beauty, that is a beautiful automobile. This is, this that... looks like a chore. This looks like a chore of a vehicle. <laughs> beautiful. Only uh, ours, the hubcaps weren't as cool, and they once came off and rolled down the street. Uh, very embarrassing. <laughs> so, it's so a beautiful... Mark, this is money that you put money into this. <laughs> hey, go, it went up. <laughs> going up. Going up. It doesn't look like they've made one. But since it went down. But it was going up. <laughs> good year. A good year, certainly. 
there's probably a few floating around with swap transmissions still, but like, yeah, there people is a lot. People spend a lot of money on those. You know what else I will say is the first car I ever drove with power windows and leather seats. See? It looked ugly, but innovation. Why wouldn't you outfit that car with power windows and leather seats? So innovation. Wait, so wait, American Mark, you are Mark, Mark, you are putting your stock money into outdated American innovation, <laughs> like of the past. <laughs> Yeah, but you, it's going up. That's all I care about. It's going up. It's going you, down, but it's going up. It's going to go you, up again. Did you invest in ColecoVision too? <laughs> yeah. How's Donkey Radio Kong? Shack you never played doing? Donkey Kong? Yeah, how's Radio Shack doing? Look, look, nerds are big. People are buying those ColecoVisions on eBay and they're making a fortune. That that I do believe is it's like because there's only so many left now that aren't in landfills, right? So it's like if you got one, you could really uh, jack up the price, right? Mm, you said yeah. it. I just can't wait. I can't believe someone hasn't opened a museum to '80s electronics. Yeah, I wonder why that is. I feel like I feel like maybe I think it's because of a scarcity why you, thing. Why do you think one doesn't exist? I bet you you Google it. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> you say there isn't a there isn't a museum to '80s electronics. You didn't look for it, okay? There is a there's a museum. Uh, I'm of, gonna say you didn't look for it. There's a museum right. of neon I signs it, in LA. You gotta so. share your screen. All right, I'll, yeah, just send it to the chat and we'll share. I'll screen share that shit. But listen, I, I, you know, AMC ain't the only thing you can invest in. You know, that's for sure. You know? Yeah, I mean, AMC, like the movie theaters, at least, is the one that I'm hearing about. But uh, obviously, we if we remember from your previous appearance, your big thing is that you got to have a guy. You got to have a guy? Okay. How's your guy doing? My guy? He's <laughs> yeah, doing all guy? right. He's doing all right. He's got some other hot tips. But my other my other tip was, like, buy what you like, you know? like what Buy you, what you like. Buy what like, you you like. Know, whether it's an old shitty you know, car. You were talking about the movie theater. Uh, look, I saw this... Uh, uh, Cruella Devil movie. Cruella Devil. I saw this movie by Disney. You know what I'm saying? By Disney. So you saw one Disney film, the newest one, uh, which is, uh, I, I don't know what, a hit piece on uh, Cruella yeah. Deville from yeah, the One Dalmatians. You know, beautiful, beautiful movie. Beautiful movie. Uh, this woman, these dogs kill her mom, and then she kills these dogs. By the way, I don't want to I don't want to interrupt your your Disney stock take, but Leah just sent a thing to the chat, which is a Google Maps pin drop of a National Electronics Museum that is temporarily closed. Okay, but it's going. <laughs> so open. I don't think it's, it's coming back. I don't think it's it coming made back. It. It's, I don't it's think it's it. fine, guys. It's closed. That 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 means the market's wide open for an <laughs> 80s electronics museum. We're gonna make so much money. No it's one else yeah. is doing it. It's in a place right called now. Linthicum Heights, Maryland. <laughs> Let's go. Giddy up. Linthicum Heights. <laughs> Apologies to any listeners from Linthicum Heights. But hey, you know what? I'm that's where Coleco is located. In America. And Linthicum Heights sounds like the next big place to visit. I hope they have a diner. A really good diner. I can't wait to see what they do that are chilly over there. <laughs> okay, so. So yes, Disney stock, Cruella right, DeVille. Disney stock, you see you this just Cruella got DeVille in, movie. You, you, you. You see this movie, it's a remarkable piece of cinema. <laughs> the, the, the beginning of the movie, the dogs, the dogs, they killed the lady. They killed the, the mom. Oh, it's like her Peter Parker origin story. So like what? Peter Barker. 
So like the dogs kill the mom, right? What I'm yeah, saying yeah. is like don't don't invest in Dalmatians, you know. <laughs> Don't invest in the ASPCA. The thing about the movie is, though, like, you know, that music, (laughs) the, you know, I found it weird that they've, in general, that she wants to kill Dalmatians because, like, okay, a Dalmatian killed your mom, but, like, you're just going to be afraid of dogs in general, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's not the Dalmatians. Yeah. Wait, wait. I got to ask you, I'm confused. I thought she wanted it for the beautiful coats. Yeah, because they kill a mom. Well, no, in the, in the from what I understand, because I haven't seen the new one either, Leah. And from what I understand, the uh-huh. lore of the franchise is, yeah, she wanted to make a coat because she's a sociopath. But <laughs> she's a sociopath who needed, I don't know why, but a hundred. Do you know how many coats? How many times? A hundred puppies would how, make. How many, tiny dogs. How many one. spotted furs do you need? But <laughs> also, okay, they're the softest fur. They're the softest fur. On a different level, like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to invest in Dalmatian breeders, you know? Right. I say adopt, don't shop, you know? Waste of money, Jesus. Adopt, don't shop. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to invest in any dog breeds, you know? That seems like a tough market. Yeah. Especially because, you know, the idea of the the breeder is kind of looked at as kind of a toxic. I think that's kind of the message of the movie, adopt, don't shop. And so you invested in the film by buying Disney stock because you appreciated the adopt, don't shop mentality of the film. Yeah. Because you go to a specific breeder who goes after, who makes a specific breed. Right. 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 Of course. Yeah. Then this this girl gets mad at the breed. She goes, if, if she, you know, she just goes to a, you know, a shelter, she'll get, She'll get any breed, you know what I mean? But you didn't want to invest in shelters. Oh, Leah, you look like you really have something you have to get off your chest. Well, Go ahead. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, like uh, now that I'm thinking about it, why would you get Dalmatians? They're just like regular short-haired shedding dogs. They have a cool coat pattern. But why wouldn't you get like poodles? Because right? uh, you're afraid of fires. <laughs> That's that's you you think you think it's you know a lot of people brought up that movie seven poodles instead of one hundred one dalmatians. Seven poodles. It doesn't doesn't which would be reasonable for a crazy person in a city. Yes, fine. Seven. You stole my seven poodles. It's grounded now. It's grounded in reality. (laughs) Yeah. We a hundred one amount. That's psychotic. Seven poodles totally. Depends what kind. Of, like if 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 the movie was a hundred one labradoodles, it would be like a big sweater. She would have like. Oh a huge, you huge, just wrote a hit. You yeah. just wrote a hit. A hundred and one labradoodles. <laughs> huge sweater. Yeah. Are you writing films now? Is that uh, a side hustle for you? Like pool used to be. Are you also in the movie biz? Uh, you know, I was inspired by the movie The Color of Money. <laughs> <laughs> With okay. uh, Tom Cruise and Paul Newman. Sure, love it. With that, uh, with that Eric Clapton song, Eric Clapton, horrible person. But, is that know, true? Yeah, we all know it. 
You're not I don't doing know the, this. You're not doing the internet. You know when I'm doing the internet research. I can only cancel like three people a week. I don't know about Clapton. Yet. What? He's, he did I one know. of those. Uh, he did one of those. Well, they can do more than that. I could do more than that. I just didn't hear the the, the T on Clapton. He did one of those. He did like an anti-mask song with uh, Van Morrison. Wait, really? With Van then, Morrison? No, that's what yeah. That's yeah, they're a bunch of assholes. And also, uh, you know, listen, I'm in. I mean, I'm I'm a very you know tolerant person, you know. Even though I love money and I and I, you know wealth disparity doesn't bother me, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I I don't like racism, you know. It's uh, more like more like Derek and the Domino's fully exposed. Yeah, that guy, that Clapton guy, is known for saying some very racist things at concerts. That makes sense. Like I just, I guess I just wasn't hip to that one. Like I never like had him on a pedestal. It's an easy cancellation for me. What Layla? That's about it. Like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Fuck him. Actually, no, he is actually a very good guitar. Player. He's a very good guitarist, but also yeah, I didn't better. know he was doing anti-mask duet ballads with Van Morrison. Yeah, it's. Yeah, he's uh, he's a no good. He's a no good one. So you're not investing yeah. in uh in Clapton or or any music. Stars. No, but but my next investment uh I'm thinking uh I'm thinking Fitbit. Thinking about you're thinking about getting into Fitbit now. Well, I was thinking about getting Fitbit because I was I was you know I was I was going for a little jog and I was like I could use a Fitbit. But everybody kind of has a Fitbit app on their phone now. Yeah, but it doesn't seem to... like the best time to get into it. I mean, I'm the novice. Like, look, I haven't been doing this as long as you have, which is six months or whatever. I haven't been doing it. This, <laughs> I, I'm a novice. I, I would just say from my perspective, it seems like a ship that has sailed. Oh, your perspective? Oh, here is the New your York. Perspective? Here it comes. Here it comes the New York. You know, uh, what was what were what were the big the big stocks with the with with the big January? Some guy wasn't paying attention in January. We, you know, the big GameStop people, GameStop people was were saying, happening, yeah. people saying, oh, GameStop's dead. You know, GameStop's dead. Uh, you know, American Motor Cars is dead. Uh, yeah. Arctic Motor Cars is dead. <laughs> this is what they were saying in January. And then they're saying, uh, oh, Fitbit? <laughs> Fitbit doesn't seem like a good time. Doesn't seem like a good time. Fitbit's not doing anything. Everyone's got shit on their phones. You know what? Look at your wrist. What's on your wrist? I mean, Leah's got an Apple Watch. Right. But you don't got nothing on your wrist. I do not have anything. You don't have a Fitbit. <laughs> okay. Think so I'm it. in the market for a Fitbit because I don't have one, even though I yeah. have an app on my phone yeah. that tracks my it's steps. It's going to go through the roof. So it's the so, next one. So, Kevin, your argument is that Fitbit is the classmates.com of getting to know people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fitbit is the adultfriendfinder.com of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you don't, you don't. I'm saying you don't know you need it. I guess, okay, so and you don't necessarily it need it. You don't necessarily need it, but you need it. You know what I'm saying? I, so, kind of what you're saying is you have to look when you're making these. Uh, well, I'm assuming that your guy has some input also, but like when you're making these uh, transactions, you're looking for something that seems unassuming and outdated and uh, obsolete, like AMC cars or, oh or the or, post office. Or the I post say, office. I say, some say. The publicly traded post I say, office stock. That's what I say. I say. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm just thinking of things that are outdated. No, like the Stamps.com probably has great stock. <laughs> okay. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah, absence please. makes the wallet grow richer. Oh. 
I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. Interesting. So Interesting. think about think about things you used to have that are still on the stock market. Like a bop it. <laughs> yeah. Something like a like bop that. bop it stock. How's bop bop it stock? I don't know it? what that is. Is bop it stock at somebody you're related to, by the way? No. <laughs> okay. No. It's on the check. It's a weird poll, I know. No, we uh, disown that cousin. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was Lorena Boppet, right? <laughs> she cut off something else. We don't talk about that part of the family. Fair enough. Fair enough. Classic New Yorker, Lorena Boppet. Uh, so, so okay, so you got to look for something that you used to, you know, the absence is there, like something you haven't thought about in 10 years, and then you put your money Exactly, that. the absence is there. That's Tamagotchis. Totally, totally makes sense. That absence is there. That's exactly okay. what I'm saying. So like what, uh, like, what would you say? Cause I'm throwing out a lot of stuff here, but you're the guy you would know. What's like, what's like the tip from Mark Stockett on like, what's about to be popping. I didn't just tell you it was Fitbit. Oh, I guess it's just, just that one. Fitbit. Fitbit? You know, oh, man, maybe, maybe you're missing your Sony Walkman. Maybe think uh, about Sony. Maybe think about Sony, <laughs> but just specifically the Walkman, right? Well, you know, the Walkman was great. I had several. The Walkman's good. I just feel like it's a little too gendered for today's market. I feel like Walkman, like this is where this is where no, you no, this is where we make our move. That's they are going to come out with the walk person, and then you know, it's just as bad as the Walkman, but it's now it's a person. Yeah, (laughs) walk being walk the walk walk person can use any bathroom walk walk they yeah yeah you can take that into any bathroom you want if you have a walk person on sony they go to any bathroom any bath sony they walk sony they walk (laughs) uh well that's fascinating so i guess i mean like i don't know like i said i still haven't been doing a lot of stuff with stock i did just come into some stocks though personally mark and you might be excited to hear this i did come into stocks how do you come into them um (laughs) Well, you take your I, pants I, up. Yeah, okay. Stocking your will or something? Like what uh, happened there? The company I worked for, the startup I worked for, was acquired by Amazon, of course, because the trajectory of my life is work for a place and then get bought by a bigger place. Um, wait, wait, wait. How long before the U.S. government is sponsored by Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> Amazon brings you the military. <laughs> Yes, the U.S. military now deployable in 48 hours or less. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All of our all of our Hummers. Next day delivery for everybody. Missiles with with new prime military. You can have next day troops on the ground. (laughs) And yes, we have had some mix up with the drones. We've sometimes we've been trying to get you your Sony Walkman, and we've bombed your house. We're fixing it. See, I don't I trust. I don't trust the drones. That's not a one. That's where you draw the in. line. You won't invest in drones. No. But I no, did come really? into. It just feels uh, dangerous, you know. You ever, you ever, you ever been in a park and there's like four, there's like two morons with the drone, and they're like trying to, they're trying to figure out how to work the drone, but like. And they're crashing it everywhere. And you're just like, there's people here, and you got this thing that could kill people. Yeah, you can just bash him in the head, like take out a child easily. But like a Fitbit's not going to kill anybody. That is true. So, you- <laughs> so Fitbit futures are in luck because you can't bash a child with it by accident. Yeah. Well, Ooh. as easily, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Unless the Fitbit's already attached to a hand that's already bashing a child. They're going to they're gonna ban drones. They got to do it. I'm with what? you on this, Mark. You think so? 
You think they're gonna ban drones? I better. I get think. Right. I think you need. Uh, I think you need like. Caught like like automobile training, for, yeah. for drones. Well, I can. Automobile I, I, I do want to take the test and get like a uh, remote remote pilot certified. That would be good. What is that like a class D license or something like that? Yeah, it's sort of like yeah. I mean, it's like imagine if you had to get a license to drive a remote control vehicle. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm not RC certified yet. I have right, to but go. it's like big enough it could carry a small child or a dog. Like you know, I mean, like you could deliver a dog to someone in this RV vehicle. So Ooh, they're like, live, you need a special license. Live animal drone deliveries is an interesting <laughs> concept. <laughs> I cannot wait to start that company. That and then they have it immediately fail. <laughs> that is dangerous. Uh, but Mark, going back to what, what I was originally bringing up Amazon for is because I have 10 shares of Amazon stock coming my way. whoop de doo Oh, big, big dismissal. Yeah, look at look at you. Look at you. <laughs> well, I'm wondering, what do you think I should do with it? You think it? you're better than me? Uh, <laughs> it wasn't my implication, but apparently okay. you took it that way. Okay, it sounds like it. Hey, I'm just trying to tell you about my truth. Okay. Wait, you got 10 shares. Tell me about this. Someone gave you 10 shares of Amazon stock? Well, when they, I got stock options when they bought the company and I became an Amazon employee, unfortunately. I mean, like, and I say unfortunately, like I didn't get a, a bunch of money and stock options. Oh but like, you have to piss in a bottle at work. Is that like yeah, part of it? <laughs> that's, fuck, that's the fucked up thing is that I work from home, but I still can't use my bathroom. I have to. <laughs> Is are the bottles are the uh, bottles you pee in? Are they Amazon Essentials? <laughs> no, this is how I get them. This is how I get them. They're actually they're actually just cup holders from an old AMC uh, Eagle. Oh, I knew that investment. I knew that was a good investment. I'm the guy. I'm I'm buying parts to these cars, so I might be keeping your investment going right now. Yeah. Oh, that's well, funny. not so good the last day, but it'll God, it'll come back. It's like the circle of life. <laughs> The circle of strife. Uh, circle of strife. Let's all sing. No, uh, <laughs> don't tell me what to do. I feel like the three of us would not make a very good band. No, no, especially <laughs> over Zoom. That would be tough. Yeah, totally. And then mostly also because I've never <clears throat> been good at singing or trained at all. No, no, certainly not. Or anything, so. We found that out when we were on the road in Fresno doing a duet of Bare Naked Ladies <laughs> If I Had a Million Dollars. And we were both very drunk. I do love that song. It's a great oh, song. If I had a million dollars. If I had I'm about to uninvest from these headphones. Oh, no. What a, what a stock market burn. Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, the futures of my bows aren't very... I just took all my money out of bows and put it into... Uh, uh, Noise can't. No, I, I. You know, noise canceling headphones, but they don't cancel. They cancel what I'm hearing. You know. <laughs> Do you often when you're when you're nagging a chick? Because Mark, you strike me as somebody who negs chicks. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you're nagging, you're gonna you wear it. Often... You're gonna wear that. <laughs> do you do you often yeah. use stock oh, that's market what you want to wear <laughs> yeah it's like oh well i guess i'm going to i guess i'm going to uh divest from uh, american eagle or something yeah. is that what you do is that your kind of burns when you're pickup artisting yeah okay cool just wanted to <laughs> confirm i'm gonna divest from that ass you know <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, what is we didn't talk about this what last does time. That, does that mean does that mean you're getting away from that ass? I'm divesting. It's a neg, you know. I don't see a I future. Don't I, don't I don't see any futures with this divest. ass. Yeah. What, what does divesting mean? 
Okay. I've only been doing this since January. <laughs> Wait, that's one of the basic terms. <laughs> I just know invest. Buy, oh, sell. Okay. Buy, okay, sell. Hold on, hold on one sec. <laughs> Wait, what's happening? Yes. I don't know where it's bigger than mine. We can, they know you just had it. We can only do this for 16 just seconds. Just up your thing. Hold on. <laughs> I'm afraid now that you're not going to play your podcast. It's a weird time to invest. It's, it's a weird time to uh, introduce a musical element to the podcast. Yes, I'll stop. That was no, it's okay. If you know that song, congratulations. They know. They know. They know. You're and at least 30 years old. Now, uh, <laughs> but by the way, uh, Mr. Stockett, we haven't really talked. Thank about you for before. coming, Mr. Yeah, I appreciate the respect. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we haven't really mm -hmm. talked about your love life. How's it going? You got a? Do you have a a paramour? Uh, right now I'm. Are in you love investing with... in any any clunge? That's very crude of you. <laughs> and I treat my ladies with respect when I'm not nagging them. Right, right, of course. But uh, no, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a difficult time. Where I, you know, we just got out of the quarantine. Uh, I got, you know, it's, it's a short kink summer. So. Oh, it's a short kink summer, short king summer, short king summer, but All also right. kink, you know, maybe we get into a little kink there, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I've, you know, it's, it's the summer to, you know, make stuff happen. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to invest on all fronts of my love life. I don't know. You know what's going to be the more prosperous uh, avenues to take? You know, right, right. But you got uh, to play wait, the field. But aren't you? Wait, you don't know what prosperous avenues to take? Aren't you investing in the stock market constantly? Isn't that sort of the yeah? Story? But I mean, like as far as like, uh, I feel like he's got a guy for the stock, but not a guy blonde, for the ladies. Like, do I do I want you know? <laughs> do you have a guy for the ladies? I do not have a guy for the ladies. You don't have uh, somebody set you up. Weird. What if what well, if he had a guy for the ladies? Why wouldn't the ladies just go with that guy? That's I what mean, I'm wondering. No, you mean you mean it's, it's like a wingman, a guy for the ladies. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. The guy would be like, well, if I can get these ladies, why would I pass them on to this guy? I would just be like, oh, these are now my ladies. Maybe he's just got like maybe he's he's got the. Uh, too charismatic. He's too charismatic. You like you know, ladies. Ladies would be like. Uh, this guy's a little too charismatic. I don't trust him. He is, he is <laughs> yeah, this guy. He is this guy kind of charismatic, but not as charismatic. I trust him. He's got to be hiding something. He's got he's got one have a portfolio. I'll tell you that. So yeah. you don't you don't utilize a guy when you're out there picking up ladies. But uh, I mean, it's probably been tough. But now that the world's reopening, I'm sure you're going to be getting out there to Cincinnati and uh, Kentucky uh, and beyond. Yeah. And beyond Culver yeah. City. Ooh, might, hit a, yeah. might hit a like a Columbus, Ohio, and a, oh my god, in a Nashville, Tennessee, <laughs> and a because you know, you know, like in Nashville, yeah. Anyway, but like I like I like uh, I like going to like Tennessee because you could use the ten IC thing. You know, that's a good line. And then oh, uh, a great one, they'd love that. Speaking and of then you go to Iowa, obsolete things. And then you go to Iowa, and you're like Iowa C over there, you know. Oh, I, you know, you guys that's have a good, good line. Africans for Iowa. Yeah, what's the what's the Iowa pickup line? 
Well, no, no, I, I just said that. it was I. I said the Iowa pick a lot. Pick a line. Iowa. I, Iowa C over there. Iowa C. You're the only Iowa C over there. Yeah, so they just Iowa think you're C. losing your mind, and they might give you a courtesy hand job. Yeah, they go. Hey, they will. They, nice. will. they will. Iowa. Uh, here's the thing, though. Do you guys? The Iowa is the only state I know that has acronyms for itself. Because here's the Minnesota and Wisconsin have a rivalry, right? And they right. bag on each other, but both of them bag on Iowa. And Iowa doesn't even seem to know that it's happening. Yeah, Iowa's just getting fucking, just wow. getting dragged it's, hard and has no idea. They get dragged all the time, and I don't think they notice. That's, that's uh, so sad. Well, what I say in Iowa, I go, you want to see my field of dreams? Yeah. Ooh. They, it's, called, it's called my bedroom. You know what I mean? You know. <laughs> and there's a lot of corn in there. That's why. Looking's so. free, but touching's going to cost her. <laughs> if you build it, he will come. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my God. I think we found it. I think we figured it out. <laughs> Holy shit, that's good. Well, well, Mark Sockett, do you have any final tips for our listeners before we go into plugs here? Is there anything? Uh, obviously, we know Fitbit's on the rise. Uh, AMC Eagle is a car to buy. Uh, anything else that your guys been telling you we, about? Any we hits? said Disney. We said Disney. Disney, Cruella Deville specifically. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get too into it because I, you know, I got my own little, you know, I give tips, but like I got to be someone else's guy. But right. I, but uh, everyone's got to be say, a guy. I say like, think about what you want. You know, what do you need? What do you not need? More, more importantly, what do you not need? Because that's well, what people are going to need. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What are you not thinking about? You don't think Fitbit's going to come out with like a monster thing that's like bigger than the Apple Watch that everyone's going to be like, I need? Of course. People, yeah. It's we're like fitness based. Yeah. We're like three months away from people going to Apple. What the fuck is that? You know? So <laughs> you, you think Apple's going to be gone. <laughs> I think Fitbit's going to buy Apple. Oh, and then maybe Target will buy Amazon. <laughs> It's going to happen. <laughs> hey, Minnesota is a nice place to have your headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> they have a target field, you know? Dude, that's yeah, so easy to find. It's got to be Yeah. Yeah, you just hit the bullseye. Yeah. Uh, well, Mark Stock. It's, it's also an axe throwing bar, too. Oh, my God. I've invested. I actually put a lot of money into axe, um, just axes. Yeah. The concept of axes. Yeah. Just on a side note about axes, and this is crazy. I flew back from Boston yesterday, and the lady sitting next to me is this, this older lady named Judy. She was a gem. She's coming out to see her son, who's 29, and she was most excited because he was taking her this weekend to teach her axe throwing. <laughs> that's a pretty fucking cool thing. That's a So good, she that's could crazy. kill his stepfather. Every <laughs> I've invested a lot of money into patricide also. I get it. <laughs> Dude, only in LA can you be like, mom, hurry up and come visit. I want to teach you axe throwing. <laughs> the, the place that I go do my axe throwing at has a great avocado toast. They do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like I a cafe there too. <laughs> there is probably a small airport in Canada where people also are like, I can't wait to teach my mom axe throwing, but it's no, like it's just curling there. They, they just do curl. <laughs> it's a curling, but 
I like, I just, you know, it's, it's, we live in a very uh, murderous society. People love murder. So oh, love murder, dude. So murder I, you know, true crime. It's all the rage. If there's anything, uh, you know, that, that murder related, any sort of weaponry, uh, invest in that too. Invest. Yeah. Invested, invest in the inevitability of a mass shooting. Well, cause it's like, no, think about it. Like, Nobody would have killed anyone with an axe until, but now axe throwing is hot, you know? Right. It's it's the bohemian way to slay is what I- it's, it's like, you, you don't think Fitbit's going to be hot, but axes are hot. Bows and arrows, you know? Yeah. yeah. Invest. Oh God. Big invest. cauldrons of bubbling oh. oil on top of castle ramparts. It's I a- cannot wait to see a guy dressed like an elf, just, just masked arrow shooting a Walmart. <laughs> Archery. Yeah, he had a, he had an extended clip quiver, and so he was able. <laughs> we're go, we're gonna start. We're gonna start. Fucking, uh, you know. Once I time. make once I make all my money from Doggy Coin. Oh right, Doggy Coin. We really talking about Doggy Coin. And, and, and AMC. Once I make all my money from that, I'm gonna open an archery bar, and you see, that's gonna be huge. Well, I'll come through that bar. Archery date. I think. I mean, you're gonna be selling. Uh, you're gonna be selling any uh, uh, that tea that's like beer over there, from way from like an hour ago. What? Uh, you weren't but, here. It's okay. You don't have to. <laughs> this callback. Yeah, it's a it. callback for someone who didn't exist then. So. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, Leah and I will definitely be by your bar. We'll be there. We'll be drinking. Yeah, totally. We'll be a good totally. Time. I'm gonna come by your bar. I'll bring my girlfriend. She'll leave immediately. <laughs> And then she'll text you a bunch. She will. And then I have to Uber home myself. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, this episode is coming out tomorrow, June 4th, Friday. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about? Leah, what do you got going on? Where can people find you? Should you wish to be found? What is happening? You're holding up some mail. <laughs> oh, no. I actually got a list of shit I got to get done tonight. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, actually, I just want to say happy, happy birthday to my brother. He turned 35 today. Yeah. And happy birthday. He, is, uh, he was my uh, favorite little guy growing up. <laughs> Aw, that's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's the most uh, that's the most that's the sweetest plugs segment uh, reveal that has ever invest invest in Leah's brother. Yeah, invest in Leah's brother. You know what? This kid, like, listen, when he was born, he was so cute. And for the first year of his life, all he did was piss shit and vomit on me. (laughs) Thank you, brother. Invest in moist towelettes. Yeah, I was nine years older than him, so I was already taking care of him, babysitting because it was the fucking eighties. Well, happy birthday to Leah's brother, of course. If people want to find you, you're at what you're just like at Leah Mansfield on stuff, right? Um, just on Instagram and Twitter. I was right. Leah Mansfield on Twitter. Take that, Bob's wife, and also that lady in uh, New York. Um, yeah, take that, motherfuckers. Yeah, enjoy your marriage to Bob. Yeah, he sounds uh, great. Bob Mansfield, I'm sure he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh awesome of course uh mark stockett obviously invest in disney invest in fitbit invest in amc but the cars anything else you want to plug anyone who was possibly mentioned in the first segment of this about a dog uh, any comedians in la uh, yeah there's this great comedian i know his name is evan kessler oh yeah uh, i love show. that guy dude. he knows about a dog he knows about dogs his uh his twitter He's a softball player too i heard I that's what I that's how I got into him. 
<laughs> you know him from his softball world. Yeah, he was great at first base. Uh, but that's because though he doesn't get that far sexually, so he's great at first base. Um, <laughs> but but uh, good with the tongue. Uh, Ayo. Uh, so if you want to follow gotta... a comedian who eats pussy like a champion, where who's he going to do that? That's that third base. Who is the third baseman? Okay. Uh, <laughs> who's on first? Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, Evan Kessler, Evan J. Evan Kessler. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to plug this guy. I know you, you are. try I'm to sorry. jump all over. Him. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, his his Twitter is at Evan J. Kessler. Oh yeah. And his uh, Instagram is at Evan J. Kessler. You know he doesn't do anything on there. He's just posting photos of himself. But yeah. you know, go there. And uh, I hear he's he's uh, threatening to start a podcast himself. I've heard this also. I saw him uh, at a barbecue. Uh, uh, tell me about it. It's it's. Uh, I we got to pressure him to get it off the ground. It's uh, he says it's called uh, "Won't You Be My Killer," and it's he interviews people, asks them how they would murder him. It's a uh, it's a very exciting. <laughs> it sounds. It's a very exciting unhinged. prospect. Uh, I think we should all encourage him to to do it. You know, we should and, all and, listeners. Everybody tweet at Evan Kessler. Do the podcast and and uh, you know do hold the him podcast. hold them to the his feet to the fire. You know. Not Absolutely. literally, figuratively, you know, but also literally. We got to track that guy down. Make him do this podcast. That motherfucker. Yeah. As for me, everybody, you can find me on all the things, of course, at KB Anderson. Yo, if you want to see exclusive content, including extra podcasts, extra writings, and footage of Leah's dog, you can go to patreon.com slash bleak and review, pledge $5 a month or 10 if you want. If you have money and want to give me a five extra dollars, you could do that. You probably won't get many other perks, but I have the option up there to give me more. Uh, so yeah, go to that, patreon.com slash bleak and review. Uh, now that I've dealt with the five traumas that happened simultaneously in my life, we'll probably be putting more stuff up on the Patreon. I know that may kind of... Uh, May was kind of a bust, but June, I mean, it's my birthday month. I'm going to be wilding out. Hey, happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. I'm happy so, birthday. Oh my God, look how disgusting. Patreon can also see how much I'm just sweating from my right armpit. Because the left use all your Patreon. Holy shit. Use all your Patreon money to invest in uh, in. I think doggy so. Coin. I'm going to put some money in the doggy coin. I'm going to put some money into this old shitty car that Leah used to have. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Power windows. Leather seat. We love it. Um, uh, that's it for uh, this episode, everybody. Uh, Leah, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, man. Of course. Uh, great to just have comedy rise from the dead. From the dead. Yeah. <laughs> and Mark you know, Stockett, thank you. Yeah. What's that? It's like a 17-year cicada. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And Mark Socket, I think we have absolutely learned a lot about the stock market. Once again, we're all ready to invest. We're all very excited. Uh, thank you for being here, of course. You're welcome. You're welcome. Side pocket, Mark Stockett. Oh, back, okay. on, back on the loose, back on the loose once all this opens up, you know? Hey, catch him at a catch him at a you know old pool hall near you, fucking Paul Newman in it up. Was that the one who could care? Uh, until next week, everybody. This has been Bleak Review. I've been Kevin Anderson. And everybody on three, let's say goodbye. One, two, three. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.